You're listening to the Rossa Report, where information is power and knowledge is freedom. Now, your host, Michael Rossa. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are going to have a health and wellness episode. We're going to talk with Victoria Tollefson of Body Needs Massage Therapy, and she is going to talk to you about the benefits of massage therapy, not only for the general public, but also for specifically females and also specifically for musicians. She's going to share her 16 years of experience and tips and talk about the benefits of the massage therapy and also talk about some of the biggest misconceptions of massage therapy and give you guys some tips for first-timers out there, people who might want to start a massage therapy program. Stand by for a great episode. All right, please welcome to the podcast, Victoria Tollefson. Hi, Mike. Hello, hello. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your time, obviously. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So Victoria is in all uh, full disclosure. She is my massage therapist, and uh, I've been with her for uh, several years now up here in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. And I wanted to bring her on to talk to you guys about the importance, what I feel is the importance of massage therapy and how it can really, really help as far as your health and wellness, especially if you have aches and pains, which most of us do, especially we're getting up in our older, older uh, age. But we can also just talk about how massage therapy can really, really help so many different issues that you'd actually be surprised uh, what it could help. So, Victoria is going to share for you. Why don't you just uh, start with w- what got you into being interested in massage therapy? Yeah. Um, when I was young, my oldest sister was about 12 years older than me. And she, as a teenager, had a part-time job. And she'd come home and be like, oh, my gosh, my shoulders hurt. My back hurts. And I always had a heart for helping people and animals and things that were hurting and in need. So with my teeny tiny little five-year-old hands, I would be like, oh, sit down, let me help you. And I would rub on her shoulders and her neck. And she always told me she thought I was very gifted for that and encouraged me to get into massage therapy someday. At that age, I was like, um, no, (laughs) I'm not going to touch other people and strangers. I'll just help my big sister. But she always um, kept coming back to that through the years as I was looking ahead at career planning and what I would like to do. And she just kept bringing me back to that. And um, so I took an intro class and, um, you know, after high school and I realized it was something I would really enjoy. So, so you started, so right, so during high school, you actually already felt like this, uh, this compelling want and desire to, to help people this way. Yeah, I knew I wanted to help people. You know, I loved making people happy and smile. And um, still at that time, I was like, no way. No, I'm going to do something amazing. You know, I don't want to touch people. You, But um, it was after high school. I'd been in, um, out in the world working in retail and things for a couple years. And then finally, I took the intro class when I was 20. And uh, I realized, wow, this is something I could really enjoy and excel at and really help a lot of people. So Victoria is obviously in Wisconsin here and Fox Valley. You have a location in the Fox Valley and in Manitowoc here, correct? Yes. Yep. Kimberly, right on the east edge of Appleton and then right here on the lakefront in Manitowoc. 
So you uh, went to uh, school for massage therapy right when you left high school? Is that when you started right away? Um, I enrolled when I was 21. And so I graduated massage therapy when I was 22, uh, passed all my national and state exams and certifications and had my license before I was 23. So it's been a good 18 years since I've been state licensed for massage. Wow. So very experienced, obviously a lot of, a lot of time spent learning and time spent helping people for 18 years. So you're quite an established massage therapist. And, and when I met you, it was at the farmer's market. Are you still doing the farmer's market in Manitowoc? I'm planning on it. This would be my fourth year at the Manitowoc farmer's market. I'm out there with my massage chair and I get to meet a lot of the locals and introduce a lot of people to massage and body work that have either never tried it or they know they love it and they just don't have time during the week and there I am on Saturday mornings and it works out great. And that's a way where you can, someone can walk up and maybe just get a quick introductory type of short massage and then, wow, that felt really great. And well, what would happen if I came for a full hour or a half hour? Yeah, it's a great introduction and a really good outreach just to help people learn more about massage and try it in a setting that's um really comfortable, a low commitment setting where they can just sit down for a couple of minutes and give it a try. Um, I have my farmer's market regulars. They make that their Saturday routine. Some of them sit down in the chair for 30 minutes and others just do a quick 10 minute. But um, it's a really a, a great experience for so many people to have that available. Well, I think you bring up a good point too, is that it, it is a the environment there where you're not walking into someone's office with the table. And I think it can, that can be a, a bit intimidating for, for people going to, for their first massages. Would you agree with that? Yeah. You know, when someone goes for a first time session and they haven't met the therapist yet, they haven't seen the office space. I think there is some intimidation there um, just because you don't know what your comfort level will be with that individual that's going to be working on you. And to meet them face to face and get to talk with, you know, with me at market ahead of time, I think that breaks the ice and really brings a whole level of comfort for that very first visit at the office. Yeah, I would agree. I think when people do get a chance to come there and just get a short, quick session and kind of get a vibe from you and maybe ask you questions if they have questions about about your services or about massage in general. I think um, that's a good way, like you said, to break the ice. So then they would feel more comfortable if they were come to your office then. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's how um, I remember we were walking by and I grabbed your card and, and I've, I've, I'm a person who's had hundreds of massages since I was in my very early twenties. So when I, um, obviously when you're trying to find a massage therapist and I tell this to people all the time, it's like finding any other caregiver or a person that's going to be providing a service to you is that th it can take you some time to find the right fit. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yes. I tell my clients this all the time. If, if you go to a professional, whether it's a massage therapist, a chiropractor, some other body worker um, or doctor, and you don't mesh well with them or your results weren't what you were hoping for, don't give up, you know, keep trying until you find the person that provides in a way that works for your body at that time, you know, and our needs change, our bodies change, and 
it, sometimes it takes a whole army of professionals around us to keep our bodies healthy and in tune and on track. You know, it's one day you might need to go to one massage therapist because, you know, they specialize in a certain thing that you need then. And next week you might go to a different one. I think it's great when you can get established with one who offers a variety of techniques and services so that you can have everything you need in one place, but also to have other professionals, chiropractors and acupuncturists and craniosacral therapists and chiropractors as part of your wellness team. I think you get the most benefit that way. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, for me, especially with my massage therapy over the years, it was always trying to find the one person who kind of knew my issues, the things I, I needed work on. So you didn't have to have that conversation every time you went for a massage. They kind of already know the basic areas, kind of like with you and I, when we work together, you kind of know exactly what my things that I like to uh, need to be fine-tuned and then we can that kind of saves some time for people absolutely then you're not starting from square one every time trying to train a new therapist what your body needs and responds well to you know once you learn about your own body it's great when you can have professionals around you that are also familiar so they can just pick up where they left off at the last session and start of, instead of starting from square one every time you come in Right. And when, and that's the hard part about finding a therapist that works for you is because you, you are going to have to go through that period of time where you may be trying one out and trying another out. I know when we moved to Manitowoc here, it, until I found you, honestly, I had went to four or five in the area here oh, wow. and, and it was just wasn't, I had someone back in Milwaukee and then she moved to Lake Geneva and then I moved up here and then it's like, well, who are you going to get, you know, but when I get up here and then you got to go through that time period where you got to try people and make sure, like you said, that they work for you at that time and make sure that they really listen to your needs and, and, and the, the type of care that you need. And that can take a little while to get through it. But once you do get through that, then you have someone that is going to really know your body as well as you know your body. I agree. Absolutely. And then it's that communication too. You know, when you go for a massage, it's really important to have communication with your therapist. I think the biggest thing when people come to me and they're like, well, I'm going to try again, but in the past, massage hasn't been 100% great for me. And I'll ask them why. And typically it's because something didn't feel right during the massage but they didn't know that they could talk to the therapist and ask them to do something differently, you know, to maybe adjust the technique or the pressure and just to let the therapist know, hey, that's not feeling good for me. And so they just laid there and they toughed through it. And then by the end of the session, it wasn't great. So that's the biggest thing when you go for massage, just communicate, talk to your therapist. Um, you know, you don't have to chat the whole session away. You can still have silence and zen and just relax but communicate when something feels right. And you're like, hey, that's awesome. Keep working on that area. That technique feels really good. I like when you use that technique or if something doesn't feel right, let them know right away. That's an excellent point because I think people do feel a bit uneasy speaking up. Mm -hmm. And I think, like you said, they would not speak up and then they would leave, not like the massage when really if they would have just maybe been a, maybe a little bit more vocal about what their needs were, what they liked and what they didn't like, 
I, I think you would agree that most massage therapists are there to serve you and, and help you the best they can. So they would never take offense to that. Yeah, as professionals, I don't know of any therapist that would be offended if uh, if a client spoke up and asked for something different or to, just to give that feedback. I mean, that's kind of a roadmap for us as professionals as we're working. We can feel the muscles and we can feel the changes happening in the muscles. But if our client isn't communicating how they feel, how the you know the pressure feels for them, then we're not getting a full picture and a full roadmap how to get to our goal. And the goal is whatever the client's goal is. So whether that's relaxation or healing from an injury or working out a really tight, bad muscle, how they feel is really important. Excellent. Actually, yeah, I definitely agree 100%. And I think the, the good massage therapists out there have that same philosophy that you have where we're all both the client and the massage therapist are both there to try to get the same result. So communication as in everything in life seems to, is always the best. best yeah, way working, to go. working as a team to get Absolutely. to the goal. Yep. What would you say are some misconceptions about massage therapy that you've seen in your practice? Oh, okay. So the two biggest ones I think the biggest one I haven't seen personally, but it has been the biggest stereotype of massage is that massage is sexual. And I think that over the past 25 years as a profession, we've come a long way to educate the general public that massage therapy is not a massage parlor experience of the past, that massage therapy is a very valid medical type of treatment. And still, though, there's a lot of comments out there when someone talks about massage. I think people lean towards that old stereotype of, ooh, why are you going to a massage therapist? And it's kind of sad that it still goes back to that. But I think there is still that misconception in people's minds that haven't tried massage, what really happens in that massage room. And it's absolutely not sexual. And I'm so glad that the majority of people are learning more about what massage is. Another big one is that it's just a frilly spa service. It's a luxury, feel good. The same as going and getting a manicure and pedicure to feel pretty for a day or two. And that that's all it is. It's cosmetic. And that's a huge misconception about massage. Massage is anything but that. It's a huge part of health and wellness, preventive care to keep your body healthy, boost your immune system, recover from injuries, and even pull yourself out of a funk, out of depression, and boost your morale, and just get your body back to a place where it can stay healthy and fight off illness and sickness and disease, even if you don't have an injury you're recovering from. I was going to say, I I can attest to that big time, because I, I don't, as you know, I don't have any really heavy pain issues. Uh, I have my overuse uh, soreness from time to time from being a musician. And, and you know, we've talked many times about because I drive a truck and I drive long drives to the show. So obviously my mm -hmm. hips are always tight. My hamstrings are always tight. My calves are always tight. But I think because I'm 56 and I don't have what lots of my 
fellow truck drivers and fellow musicians and friends have. I don't have those issues, I believe, because I've been getting massage therapy since I was in my early 20s. And I believe wholeheartedly that I don't get as sick as often as people get sick. And I believe what you said, it's not just this spa treatment, just a freely day at the spa. Like this is something that really, really has a drastic effect on how you feel and operate your body. Definitely. Yeah. And then I'd say the third biggest misconception, and this one I hear all the time, and I think it makes people afraid actually to go and get therapeutic massage, is the phrase, no pain, no gain. If you're going to go get a good massage, it has to be painful or it's not going to do any good for your body. And that one I take such a big issue with because it's just not true. So to debunk that a little bit, I will say some bodywork treatments and massage therapy can be pretty intense. And yes, they can be painful. And everyone's view of that is different. There are some therapists that go with the no pain, no gain, and and they do feel that they get very good results from just digging in and doing what has to be done. My take on that is if your body is feeling pain during the session, then your brain is going to tell your body to fight back and tense up those muscles more. And the results may not be as optimal as if you stayed below the pain threshold. So in my practice and a lot of therapists, we don't function in pain with the client feeling pain. Um, Now, if you come into my office already in pain, I mean, you're still probably going to be in pain during the session for a while. But ideally, it would be intense, but you should always be able to breathe and relax during the most intense part of the massage. And little by little, as a therapist works through the different levels of tension in the muscles while you're breathing nice and deep breaths, um, they'll slowly release and relax. And afterwards, the results will be just as good, if not better, than someone who laid on the table getting beat up, feeling pain because they felt like they had to have pain to have a gainful after effect. So massage does not have to be painful to be extremely effective and very healing. Interesting. And I mean, I can attest to that. I don't like a very heavy hand, as you know. Um, But there are times when you have to go in there and it's, it's, but it's never overbearing. And, And I've seen so much great results from massage therapy that I can attest that it does not take this heavy hand in order to get you to feel relief from one one session or multiple sessions so you can get that relief from a, a, a little bit of a lighter hand. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, let's talk about some general benefits so we can talk in a couple of different areas. Uh, I want three areas I want to kind of concentrate on. One is what are some benefits for just like the general public? You're just, you're nine to fiver, you're, you know, maybe some people, well, you know, I don't, this, I don't really need to spend this money on massage. You know, what, what could I really get from it? It's really not going to do anything. What would you speak, speak to those people, just the general public? Yeah, it's great if you are living life and you're not in pain or if your body's learned how to deal with the strain and mild pain that maybe you do deal with on a day-to-day basis. But 
any pain and any stress on your body is still going to be taxing, whether you realize it or not. It's going to compromise your immune system function. It's going to compromise your uh, mental clarity and your ability to recall things and be fully focused and be productive. So even if you're not feeling like you are in pain, massage can still be a huge benefit. It'll increase your circulation flow, which brings fresh blood and nutrients and oxygen to your brain, to your muscles. It helps your nervous system um, with all the nutrients it needs to be functioning optimally. Stress, some stress is good in life, but bad stress is never good. It takes a toll on us, whether we realize it or not. And do we want to get to the point where we crash and we're like, oh my gosh, I just realized I've been feeling stressed at work for so long. I can't take it anymore. Or do we want to manage that in a healthy way um, gradually? Massage helps to just slow down the body, relax the muscles, bring some stress relief, not only physically, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It helps your body slow down and heal and just reconnect with itself. And that's really important for maintaining health and wellness to reduce that daily stress that you have. Um, some of us have more physical stress, you know, with our jobs or our demands at home or projects we're working on. Are we remodeling the house or putting in a garden, doing landscaping? It's really good to still manage that and help reduce the after effects from that in a healthy way. Go get a good massage and, you know, get your system back to a good, healthy, normal. I agree. It's 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 I talk about a lot on all my social media outlets that blood flow is is underrated as a form of health because when all these nutrients and 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 toxins and everything is all part of the blood flow system so when the blood flow is not flowing properly you're not assimilating nutrients you're not bringing those nutrients into the muscles into the organs blood flow is so critical to general health and immune function like you mentioned that I think people don't really realize how, how beneficial it could be. And you mentioned something, too, that I really, really agree with, is that sometimes you don't really feel that something is tight. And you and I have had this many times with myself <laughs> where I've come in and I'm like, yeah, everything's feeling great. And then as soon as, you know, you start working and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, that's kind of tight in there. I didn't never, never really felt it. And then once you get in there and work it all out, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, it does feel better. Even though I didn't notice at the beginning it was tight, I did notice that it felt better after it was worked. So I think that's a great point is that some of these things we don't really notice. Yeah, I hear that all the time from my clients. They come in <laughs> saying, I feel good. I think I just need a light relaxation massage, which is great. I'm happy to do that. And then once I start working, even with some light touch, they're like, oh my gosh, that didn't hurt until you touched it. <laughs> but whoa, I have pain or that's really tight. And sometimes you don't notice it until you take that time to slow down, have a therapist touch your body. And then all of a sudden you can connect, your brain connects to those areas. And that brings healing just even to have that connection happen, that awareness for your own brain to have that self-awareness that something wasn't feeling optimal. Yeah. And I think human as human beings, I think we tend to ignore things and kind of put things off and we just kind of put up with, you know, 
and I'm sure you see it, a lot of people put up with little minor pain and that's just something that's just something I've always had and they don't really, you know, they don't put two and two together where like, well, maybe I should have this worked out. They just, I'm just going to put up with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about females because I do have a lot of females that follow my uh, routine health and fitness page. And obviously my wife is a female. So, <laughs> so, and she's obviously gotten great benefits from massage as well. And so maybe speak to a little bit uh, if there's some specific things that females may not have thought about uh, that are maybe specific to them that, that could help them from massage therapy. Yeah, absolutely. And pretty much most of the same benefits that are great for women are also good for men, right? All the same physical um, benefits. God created our bodies to be a very physical body and with an innate ability for self-healing. But it does take some help to heal sometimes. Um, But as a woman, you know, busy woman, a lot of us lead really chaotic lives, whether we're managing the household or working full time or juggling everything. And on top of that, women have a lot more hormonal shifts than men may have. Physical symptoms that come along with a female reproductive health area. And with that comes a unique set of challenges. Um, it's really essential. I mean, women, we, we tend to put ourselves aside, but it's really essential that we actually look after our own bodies and our own minds and really take some time. TLC for ourselves, um, add that into your normal life routine, but it's hard to learn how to do that. Um, and I would just encourage women to really put that in their daily plan, their life plan to take care, um, massage a lot of benefits that it has, you know, it boosts the blood flow, relax muscles, improves mental health. It helps with sleep. Sleep is so vital. Um, for everything we do on an everyday basis, if we're not getting good sleep, really healthy sleep, our body and our mind is not going to function as well as it could be. When we don't get good sleep, we're much more prone to sickness, illness, disease, injury, fatigue, depression. Uh, the list goes on and on. You know, the snowball effects from bad sleep um, go on and on. So massage especially for women, can really help improve those sleep habits and better sleep for the hours that you can get. It eases symptoms of PMS and those hormonal things that happen, you know, a week or two before you're expecting your cycle, go get a good massage, help those hormones stay more balanced and so that it's not as disruptive when it happens. You know, hormonal shifts lead to a whole gamut of health troubles, anxiety, moodiness, cramps, headaches. Those are really common symptoms, as most women know. And massage can help decrease the symptoms and increase good things. It increases the mood-boosting brain chemicals. It relieves the stress and anxiety. It reduces the cramps and pains. It's really a good thing um, in that area where women do have a more difficult time than men, obviously, right? So as um, women, I mean, do take care of yourselves. Massage is so good for that. Um, Even just the stress to reduce the bad stress in life 
um, that a lot of women have from all the things we put on ourselves. Massage eases the stress by releasing endorphins and soothing that sympathetic nervous system, the flight or fight system. It's really important to lower that. Yeah, just putting your body in relaxation mode. It can potentially slow your heart rate, calm your breathing, decrease the stress hormones, reduce your blood pressure temporarily. Um, those are all really healthy things. Then in another area of women's health, we have pregnancy. It can be a beautiful experience, but it can be really hard on the body. And prenatal massages throughout the pregnancy all the way up until the day before labor, day of labor. I mean, massage is so good for the body to keep yourself healthy while you're growing that special little soul inside of you. I, the point that you make about, I think women do stress more than men. Mm -hmm. And I think they, they take on a lot more psychologically than men. You know, men have a tendency to be like, ah, it's going to work out. Like, no problem. I got this. Like, no, no big deal. Whereas I think yeah. women are more emotional creatures. So I think they, they do take on and stress out about things more than men would do. Yeah, and I, I think agree. Being in, in an office, you know, if you're sitting down all day in an office, you're going to have uh, tight muscles just from that that type of environment, too. Or if you're at home, like you said, you're running around, you get some kids running around, you're on your feet all day, that's going to be there, too. Yeah. And, you know, when our bodies feel better, our mind feels better, too. We're more capable of handling everything that's thrown at us if our body isn't distracting us. Um, and so, you know, the massage... Um, can help with back pain, post-surgery pain, uh, the mood and depression. It helps ease those things, combating the insomnia, uh, postpartum health, really important for all of that. Um, and then even certain conditions that women suffer from more frequently than men, um, lupus, fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, chronic fatigue syndrome, anxiety disorders, and like you said, Mike, women take on so much. We put on ourselves that we shouldn't, that a lot of these things affect women more than men. And um, they can lead to conditions like chronic muscle pain and emotional challenges. And maintaining a good quality of life can feel like an uphill battle when you're constantly being brought down by these physical symptoms. And then I want to head back to the office here. You mentioned, you know, women that are working, you know, they're in an office setting, they're at the desk. That takes a toll on anyone, but there's an emotional value to that as well. And a lot of women really carry that emotional stress, tension in their physical bodies in that upper thoracic region, the neck, upper back, shoulders, chest. And it's so important to find ways to relieve that, let it go so that your body can relax and function better. Yeah, I mean, uh, everything you said, I 100% agree with. It's funny because people may say, and I've had people say this to me too, is I've listed a litany of things that I that I believe that would that could benefit from size therapy. And well, you're just saying that it, so just everything, it benefits everything. And I'm like, it pretty much does like it, is, it does it's amazing everything you know god created such a complex unit when he created the human body 
all the 12 body systems. You can't have 11 body systems. You need 12. Every system is fully intertwined with the next. And you do. You need every bit of it. And massage touches every one of those 12 body systems. You know, the way that it helps heal and um, reconnect the brain and the nervous system with the muscles and the whole healing process. It really does. I'm not saying it's a miracle cure. There's a lot of other things our bodies need, but we sure can maintain a much higher level of wellness and even healing through regular massage, even if we weren't really doing anything else. Yeah, I, I call it, it's, for me, I use it as just it's one of the tools in my toolbox. And so all the tools are equally important and not one of them can replace any of the others, but I need to have all six or seven tools in the toolbox working at the same time. Cause that's for me, I, that's the way I see it. It's just a, 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 an important tool. I like that. That's a great way to see it. For sure. So let's just touch real quickly on the, uh, the musician aspect uh, for my musician friends uh, listening to the podcast. This is obviously something that I've been playing music for 30 plus years and have been getting massage therapy for about that long. I've seen a great healing and a great benefit of massage therapy. And you said, as we were talking before we uh, hit the record button, was that it's not just I'm not your only musician. You've seen some other musicians, too. So this seems to be uh, some other people have this idea as well to utilize massage therapy for musician specific stuff. Absolutely. Um, And whether you are a singer or an instrument player or all of it, um, it, you're pretty much an athlete. You know, everything that you're doing when you are a musician, it's long, stressful days. It's traveling, it's setting up the stage, it's taking down, it's lifting, it's carrying, it's the stress of the schedule and an ever-changing, fluctuating schedule. And you have all of those things and and a lack of sleep. Most musicians need to be up late, whether it's because they're traveling after the show or the show goes late to begin with. And sleep, (laughs) you know, sleep patterns, again, so important. But all those other physical things involved. And then on top of that, you have repetitive use things, whether you're playing the drums or the guitar or you're holding another instrument that requires repetitive use and muscles um, to function. So you have repetitive use things just like athletes do, just like an athlete that's out there practicing and practicing their sport. Musicians have to practice. So um, the hands, the wrists, the forearms, the neck, the shoulders, those are really common areas that I see with musicians that need some, some special attention. And then, you know, the emotional health as well. It, it's, it can be stressful, even if you love what you're doing. Um, like you, Mike, I'm sure you love what you do or you wouldn't have been a musician for so long. But like with any job and occupation or sport, it takes a toll when you do repetitive things. And then most musicians aren't just full-time musicians. They might have another full-time career that they are doing. And in that full-time career too, there's probably some repetitive use things and some stress going on. And those things can take a toll in how they perform as a musician. 
and as singers, you know, singers, you're like, well, singers are healthy. They, they stand straight, they breathe deep and they shouldn't have tight areas, but they do because they're using those abdominal muscles so much to push that air and sound up and out that oftentimes they have a lot of repetitive use things going on in their low backs and their shoulders. And then just, you know, the musicians going back to musicians that maybe are drummers or guitar players, when a body part starts hurting or it's overused, their posture might start um, fluctuating a little bit and maybe they're slouching to one side or they're hunched over and all of a sudden, all that repetitive tension snowballs into potential injury. So if as a musician, you're not taking care of yourself along the road, whether it's self-care between shows or you're going to a professional um, frequently or regularly to have those muscles and posture worked on, um, it's really important it's hard being a musician, isn't it, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's it. I'm I'm so glad you said a phrase that I've been saying to people for a long time, and that is, you are an athlete. And I, mm-hmm. I when I used to coach voice when I lived in uh, Milwaukee, I would tell my singers this too: is you you are an athlete whether you think you are or not, and you really need to treat yourself like one. So you need to eat like one. You need to rest like one. You need to sleep like one. And um, there's no way I could get through 40 shows in a span of three and a half, four months in the summer without massage therapy. I, I know I could not because I don't have any issues. And I believe that is because of the massage therapy on a regular basis in the summertime, especially in the summertime. Sometimes I come to you a little more often in the summertime because <laughs> just like you said, it's a repetitive use. I mean, it's, I'm a guitar player and a singer, so I got double whammy. So I got all the muscles that I'm abusing. Yeah. Yep. And all that driving then you do too. It's your legs and your low back, right? Good point. Good point. You're driving. I drive 90 minutes plus to shows and then I do do a show and then I drive another 90 minutes back home. So it gets stiff, you know, snip this all over the place. So massage therapy is definitely a a godsend for me. And and I highly recommend it to any musician. Like you will be surprised how much easier the shows are once you start having regular massages. Uh, that's all I, that's, that, that would be my tip. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm so glad that you've found the benefits, you know, that it's had for you. That's good. Yeah. I've, I've done it for a long, long, long time. And, you know, I had some quality ones and then there'd be periods where I have to find a new one because someone moved. And then I'm so glad that we, we found you up, up here in this area because uh, you've absolutely been an absolute, uh, help to everything that I do and what Kim does too, because she works in an office and she is, uh, you know, she's just like any other woman that she takes a lot of stress on her and she tries to do it all for everyone else and treats herself last. Like you said about women, they tend to take care of themselves last. Yeah, we, we do that. Why do we do that? (laughs) I think it's just in your nature to serve. uh, And I said, women, are they stress out about things more and where guys are just like, eh, it's going to be okay. It'll, it'll all work out. And, you know, no need to get upset about it. And, yeah. you know, for, for better, or for worse, that's just, I think the way uh, we were made differently to complement each other, I think. Exactly. Yep. 
Excellent. Well, I so appreciate you being on the show. I just got one other thing I'd like you to touch on. If you could just maybe um, two quick things, kind of just tell everyone, you know, what different services you offer. Cause I know with me, you, uh, I really like the hot stones. That's something that I really like that you use a lot and uh, maybe just uh, some of the different services that you offer. And then maybe just, um, some tips for someone who's interested in massage, maybe a first timer, uh, maybe something, some experience that you can tell them what to, what to expect or what to ask for maybe. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with the first timers. Um, if you've never had massage, I would definitely recommend trying it. Just get something scheduled and go try it. There are different levels of practitioners Um, Like in Wisconsin, there can be body workers or people that do massage and they aren't required to be state licensed or to have taken any formal education, which I think is great, but you should be aware of who you're going to. If someone is calling themselves a massage therapist, that means they have a much higher level of education behind them. They're state licensed. Um, There's uh, professional standards that they uphold. And with that education probably comes different, um, a different level of treatment to expect. So if it is your first time, I would say seek out a professional massage therapist. And that, will, that should be a, one of the best experiences to find. I don't recommend going into the first massage asking for a deep tissue treatment. You know, see how your body responds to a lighter relaxation, to medium pressure, but don't go in the first time to have them dig in deep and beat you up. You know, you're not going to feel great after that if you've never had a massage um, before. I'd say just work into it slowly and see how your body responds. And just know that when you do go for your massage, communicate. Let the therapist know what you're looking for. Let them know if you have any anxieties or discomforts about the massage. If you feel like you want to get to know them more and experience massage before undressing, most most massage, Swedish massage, relaxation um, treatment is mostly unclothed because the therapist use creams and oils on your skin to um, get the most... Oh, the most benefit from the session, but it's not necessary. You can keep all of your clothes on if you would like, just like with corporate chair massage, you keep your clothes on, the therapist works right through your clothing. So if taking off your clothing is a discomfort for you and a deterrent from getting massage, don't let that be. Let your therapist know you'd like to keep your t-shirt on or, um, you know, wear a comfortable pair of yoga pants or something. So it's thin and it's stretchy and they can work right through that. No problem. And over time, maybe you'll find that comfort level where you want to get the full massage experience with oils. Always go into body work well hydrated. Drink plenty of water ahead of time. Um, Hydration is so vital, whether or not we're receiving body work. But in order for our bodies to be healthy and function to eliminate toxins and keep our brain tissues and all of our muscle tissues hydrated and functioning well, we need to be drinking plenty of water every day, but especially before you go get body work. Um, So those would be my biggest tips for first time massage experiences, but just go try it. 
um, at my office, um, I specialize in Swedish massage techniques, which is going to be um, your basic massage, your basic Western style massage. It involves hands-on manipula manipulations of all the soft tissues and muscles, some gentle stretching on the limbs, and it can be anything from very light and gentle relaxation to much more vigorous, intense techniques to help work out muscle tension. So at my office, I use primarily oils, not a lot of gels or creams. I like to use straight pure jojoba oil. Um, I have some other oils I'll use with Arnica and essential oils that help to decrease inflammation and soreness, but primarily it's just pure, healthy oils. And I like to integrate a lot of um, thermotherapies and cryotherapies in my sessions. So that means hot and cold therapies throughout the session. And I... I design each session specifically for the individual. So if someone comes in and they don't want additional hot or cold therapies, I'm not going to do that. But in general, I've, I take an integrated approach where depending on what the goals are, I might be using my hot stone tools, um, hot packs, steamy towels, a nice warm sinus cloth, special oils to help decrease inflammation. So you get a little bit of everything in one session, but every session is different. It just depends on how the individual feels that day and what they're specifically looking for with their massage. But I try to include the spa, relaxation, pampered feeling with every session. So even if you had deep work, you still leave feeling very well taken care of, that you feel cared for and that you feel healthy and relaxed, even if you had tight, deep muscle work done. No, and I can definitely attest to that. There, even when there's been times when I've some of my muscles have been tight and you've worked on them. I've never left a session of yours feeling like, like you said, beat up or feeling sore. I've never felt, never left feeling sore. Even when we've dug in a little bit to kind of get some things to loosen up, I've never left feeling sore. So I can definitely attest to that. And I can attest to your, your approach to be very communicative. Like you're, you're always asking questions and, and I think you take a, a, an approach to really get to know the individual and what they specifically need rather than, and I've had massages in my 30 years where you could just tell it was just the cookie cutter, what they kind of give everybody. <laughs> um, but one of the things that drew me to you when we first started coming was that I could tell right away that you were really paying attention because you would, you would find something in the massage that maybe I didn't mention and you would right away focus on that. So I could tell you were paying attention, so to speak. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for that compliment. I do try. You know, I don't ever want a client to come in and feel like, gosh, that was just a routine. I mean, even a routine might feel good, but I want my clients to feel great that that session was just for them and that I wasn't... I didn't have a pair of headphones in listening to a podcast while I just kind of let my body go through the motions of a routine massage that I'm paying attention and focused to how their body is responding during the massage and adapting as needed. 
Yeah, and you and you definitely do that because uh, that's happened to me many many times in our sessions where you found something as you're going yeah. through and <laughs> you stuck around on that area and got that worked out. Yeah. So I can attest to that. Well, excellent. I I got to tell you, um, I'm I'm so glad and Kim so glad that we found you, and I think that a lot of people should really give your services a try. You said you have locations in um, Kimberly, yeah, and in uh, Manitowoc here, right. So those two locations currently. Uh, the website uh, for Victoria is bodyneedsllc.massagetherapy.com, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. And, um, yeah, I, I just really appreciate you coming on the show, and I think um, you got a great service. You, you, you do an amazing job. And uh, any uh, anything you'd like to, uh, to say as we're leaving here and anything else you got coming up? I know you said you have the farmer's market. That'll start up in the summer. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate being on with you. I have the farmer's market coming up. Um, and then no big events happening anytime in the near future, but the farmer's market is a great thing on Saturdays downtown Manitowoc. From I, I'm typically providing massage from about 8.30 a.m. until 12.30 p.m. But yeah, I'm right inside of Marshall Professional Suites by appointment only, but really easy to find. And I love meeting new people and the locals and making new connections. So please reach out. All my contact information is there on my website, my phone number. Um, texting is perfectly okay. If it's your first time session with me, I prefer to have a phone consultation with you for a few minutes before we can get you scheduled. But yeah, feel free to reach out or if you have questions about massage, um, shoot me an email. Awesome. Well, yeah, you can find all that information at the website I mentioned. Like I said, I'll put it down in the show notes there. So, Victoria, thank you so much for coming on here, and uh, we will see you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Mike. You're listening to The Rossa Report.